I got inspiration from this book and I taught myself basically through like some kind of brute force method, how to study and pay attention. And eventually I did, you know, started doing better. I changed colleges, changed majors, and then, you know, wound up in the Navy and eventually had the opportunity to become a test pilot and then later an astronaut. Welcome to your online coffee break, where we discuss bite-sized topics that inspire, educate, and entertain. Here's your host, a software innovator, award-winning marketer, and astronomy and space buff, Chuck Fields. Hello, thanks for joining us today for your online coffee break. Today, I'd like to welcome to our show my special guest, Captain Scott Kelly. Scott is a veteran of four space flights. He commanded three expeditions to the International Space Station, and he spent 520 days living in space, including 340 consecutive days, the single longest space mission by an American astronaut. He's recently released his memoir entitled Endurance, A Year in Space, A Lifetime of Discovery. I've invited Scott to join us today to discuss his amazing experience and his inspiration for achieving goals that are quite literally out of this world. Welcome to the program, Scott. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Scott, last fall, my wife and I, along with her son, were fortunate to attend one of your signings for your book, Endurance. Now, all of us were captivated by your story, but uh, one thing that surprised me the most was to hear how you transformed from an average student into a record-setting astronaut. Can you tell us more about that and what inspired you? Well, I was this... uh you know, kid that couldn't pay attention or do his homework, uh, basically my whole life. And it, you know, I think if I was in school today, I'd probably be, you know, maybe diagnosed with ADD or ADHD. It was, seemed like it was impossible for me to pay attention. And I got to college my first year and I was struggling and just happened to one day go into the college bookstore, you know, not, not to buy a book, buy gum or something, <laughs> snacks maybe, sure. you know, but, um, you know, I found this, so saw this book on the shelf and, you know, right in front and I picked it up and I started, you know, looking at the back and I was interested enough in it. I took it home and had a red, white, and blue cover and a really cool title. And I read it for the next few days and it was, the book was the right stuff by Tom Wolf and, Excellent you know, the book. way Tom, yeah. Yeah, just, you know, maybe Tom's writing style, but also I think, you know, I was, um, felt like I had some things in common with the guys in the book, like personality wise, maybe, but, mm-hmm. uh, certainly not, uh, work ethic or the, or I should say the ability to be a good student and, and, uh, do well in school. And I felt like, you know, if I could change that one thing, maybe I could be a pilot in the Navy someday, which is something I never actually considered because I thought it was just beyond my abilities. Sure. And, um, yeah, so that's what I did. I, you know, I got inspiration from this book and I taught myself basically through like some kind of brute force method, how to study and pay attention. And eventually I did, uh, you know, started doing better. I changed colleges, changed majors, and then, you know, wound up in the, Navy and eventually had the opportunity to become a test pilot and then later an astronaut. Oh, Scott, that's incredible. Um, listen, I, I can't imagine what it would be like to, to live, work, and sleep in space for so long. What was the most difficult for you and the challenges you had to overcome? Um, you know, the most 
difficult thing is, you know, you're away from your family and you can't come home and even in an emergency, you know, emergency on the ground, um, so that kind of separation, um, you can't go outside. There's no, you know, there's no sun, no wind, no rain, no nature. Um, you're, you're locked up, uh, even though it's an incredible place and it's a, um, very rewarding experience and, uh, but it's still, you know, it's still a challenge because, um, you know, the environment you're living in, the fact that everything floats is on one hand fun, but on the other makes things more um, difficult to do. Um, you got to be much more organized and careful about things and thoughtful about, you know, where you're putting stuff, letting, making sure something doesn't float away. You may never see it again. The space station is a very busy place. Right. Um, yeah, so that's, you know, both the positives and the negatives, I guess. Well, that's incredible. What was it like training in Russia as you prepared for your mission? Well, you know, different culture um, than uh, in the U.S. Uh, you know, I think it's one of the best parts of the space station program is that it's this international space station, so you get to experience people with different uh, backgrounds, different experiences, different cultures, like I said, uh, not just in Russia, but all the uh, international partners. Um, you know, the Russians do things differently than us. They, uh, you know, have to do a lot more with less money. So it's often that translates into being very, very practical mm -hmm. in certain ways. Um, they definitely have a much more academic approach to training than we do in the U.S., and I think that is just, you know, part of their whole educational system. It seems to me, like, my understanding is, you know, how we train for spaceflight is very, very similar to how kids, you know, learn the Russian case system in the, you know, first and second grade. Um, you know, their their method of, uh, you know, evaluation is very similar with oral exams. And it's, uh, it's an interesting experience. Scott, one thing that my wife and I really got a kick out of it as we're reading your book is, if I understand this correctly, there's sort of a motivation for cosmonauts to make sure they're doing everything by the book. Otherwise, they can sort of get fined or reduction in salary. Is that is that correct? Well, you know, they have a different system of compensation. You know, U.S. astronauts, their um, you know, annual salary is much higher uh, than the cosmonauts. Although others have been doing better, you know, in the last several years, uh, a large part of their compensation is based on um, a in-flight bonus when they fly in space. But that bonus is often reduced based on mistakes that they make. That's some incredible motivation there. I can imagine. Do you do you keep in touch with your um, co cosmonauts? Yeah. yeah, yeah, some of them. Sure, I haven't seen them in a while, but I do. Uh, you know, talk to them on email and text messaging every once in a while. Yeah, one thing that I, I think is outstanding about that, I think one of you made the comment about if we could send our country's leaders into space together, they would <laughs> all the world's problems would be solved. I just think that's just a great example of how you're you know really forced to work well together. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, Scott, you've you've piloted the space shuttle. And you've flown on board a Russian Soyuz spacecraft. Uh, which do you prefer? You know, they're two completely different uh, vehicles, very little in common, except for the fact that they 
you know, both launch people into space. Um, You know, the space shuttle is a very uh, complex vehicle that could do uh, many different missions, um, launching satellites into space, repairing satellites, uh, putting a science laboratory in the, in the back of the vehicle, uh, robotics, uh, spacewalks, you know, launch like a rocket with uh, 7 million pounds of thrust, landed like a big giant glider, whereas the Soyuz is designed strictly for putting three people into low Earth orbit. I mean, it can carry some cargo, mm-hmm. but uh, it can't do anything else. You know, you're not doing a spacewalk from the Soyuz. You're not uh, going up and repairing a, a satellite. You're not deploying a satellite. So, you know, it's much less uh, sophisticated, mm-hmm. um, which in some ways is good because it's uh, probably a little less risky, even though, you know, the Russians had two fatal accidents in the Soyuz, just like we had, you know, two fatal ones in the space shuttle. But, right. you know, to ask which one I prefer, it depends on what I'm trying to do, actually, to be honest with you. That makes if sense. If I was just going, yeah, if I was just going trying to get to the space station, I think the Soyuz would be the preference. If I was trying to do anything else, clearly the shuttle is much more capable. For me, it was much more fun to fly the space shuttle because I was the pilot and then the commander, and it was so uh, technically complicated that, you know, I think it's technically much more complicated than people generally could even imagine. The amount of effort it took to learn how to fly the space shuttle was uh, pretty significant. Oh my gosh, I couldn't imagine. And also one thing, I, I just want to actually thank you because during your year in space mission, I was actually following you on Facebook and I remember literally almost every night you would you would post a photo saying, good night, Earth. And they were yeah. just breathtaking photos. And that was just so inspirational. Thank you for doing that. Oh, no, my pleasure. Yeah. Now that you've been back on Earth to, for a while, are there any lingering effects from your time in space? No, not nothing physically that I can feel. So uh, I would have to say no. Um, Not like physical effects. Certainly, you know, having that perspective and that experience, I think, changes you, uh, you know, on a, uh, you know, emotional level, maybe. Um, I think people that, you know, have the privilege of looking out at the earth and seeing how fragile the atmosphere is and how part of it is, you know, polluted. But, generally very uh, beautiful is uh, you know changes you for the better I think it makes you want to uh, you know do whatever you can to take care of this planet for our you know it's very important to our future absolutely um, I think yeah and I think you also get a, a new sense of empathy where um, you know you you realize that we have this incredible planet to live on yet there's constant, uh, you know, hardship and war and famine and conflict, you know, and we should do a better job working together to solve those problems. Right. I, I almost wish we could all uh, take in just the, the views that you have so we could appreciate the planet on that kind of scale. Yeah. Um, Scott, if I can ask you this, SpaceX uh, recently made history by launching a Tesla into space along with uh, Starman into deep space. What do you think of that, and sort of what would you like to see for the future of space exploration? Um, I think that was really 
a uh, significant accomplishment. You know, having a company like SpaceX be able to build such a large rocket and then land uh, two of the three first uh, stages on land and then, you know, potentially in the future reuse them. I think they may have been reused clone once already, actually. Yeah, that was their second time up, I believe. And that was incredible yeah. to watch them land almost in sync. I think maybe two seconds off, but that was just incredible. Yeah, yeah you know, it's it's somewhat of a, I think, a game changer for access to deep space. Now, I don't know. I'm not familiar with, like, the, the technical, like, performance details between the Falcon 9 Heavy and what, uh, you know, the SLS and... and right that launch vehicle would had and would have will have when it when it flies mm-hmm. i'm sure there are some differences that i'm not uh familiar with those but still i mean it was an incredible um uh, accomplishment and uh i thought it was cool that elon put his car in there <laughs> i, mean, <laughs> I did a lot of attention much more it got much more attention than if he would have put a hunk of uh you know thousand pounds of concrete that is so true. I think, I think there were a bunch of geeks out there like me that we literally just had YouTube uh, playing because they streamed the video for, for several hours and we were just glued watching this uh, wonderful spacecraft as it went on its journey. It was incredible. Captain Kelly, I, I can't thank you enough. I, I really appreciate uh, your time today. Thanks so much for joining me. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you. All right. To learn more about Scott's book, Endurance, and his incredible experiences, visit his website at scottkelly.com. Well, that's what we have today for your online coffee break. I truly hope you found this information helpful and appreciate your feedback. If you know someone else who would benefit from the information, please share this episode with them or send them to onlinecoffeebreak.com. Thanks again for taking your coffee break with us today. See you next time.